the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on a hump day Wednesday uh, as May is coming to a close. And, of course, the debt ceiling continues to rage on. Uh, maybe the, uh, you know what? It has to be the most boring thing ever. And, you know, they, they act all dramatic and we're so far apart and, Crying and whining, and then, you know, yesterday, I told everyone yesterday, they're arguing about $130 billion. And I know, hey, listen, that's not $130 billion, that's a lot of money. Just not a lot of money when you think about the government spending almost $8 trillion. It's nothing. It's, it's, it's really, you know, uh, just to look good on TV, you know, they're, oh, we're, the Republicans, we're budget conscious, my, give me a break, okay, you're, you're just as bad, the Democrats, and they're, they're just as bad, they just want to spend way more money, and they want to just spend it differently, but this is why you got to put gold and silver away, because you know what, the central bank has enabled these, these clowns to do all of this stuff, Janet Yellen, the most liberal uh, money creator maybe in the history of the planet. Now, Lael Branyard's the economic advisor. Heck, she may be more liberal than, than Janet Yellen. I mean, and, and how many more really, really smart guys? People that, hey, you know what? They The billionaires come to me to to handle their money have to come out and say they have no confidence whatsoever in Jay Powell. How many more times do you need to hear it? You need to wake up. I mean, Jamie Dimon yesterday come out and said, hey, you know, we, we probably need to go to 7%. You know how many banks will go under if the Fed funds rates at 7? I'll tell you right now, not, not 10s, not 20s, no, not hundreds, probably a couple thousand would probably go under at that point because that's how uh, underwater they would already be. We already you know, listen, and why can't I say that? Because, come on, right? That, that's ridiculous. Come on, Double, calm down. You're all fired up. You drank too much coffee. Settle down. Can't lose half the banks. That's right now, right now, half of the banks, and this is not me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the people over at Stanford. I mean, they're, they're, you know, it is Stanford. They they know how to do math at Stanford. They did the study. Half of the banks that we have right now technically have more liabilities than they do assets. Right now, and every time the interest rate goes up it makes that situation worse this is like i said i've been saying the whole time jason this is a simple one 
You know, we the the financial crisis that was a little more complicated because we didn't know about synthetic CD. Uh, what was synthetic? Uh, uh, I, 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 the name's escaping me. Uh, credit derivatives. We didn't know about credit default swaps and all this other stuff. This is so much simpler because everybody's taking their money out. The banks need to sell some of these quote unquote assets that they don't actually mark to market. So when they have to sell them, they got to take the losses. And guess what? Once you do that, the math gets, the math gets real easy. Yeah, you know, uh, you talk about the, the banks that are over leveraged. I, uh, I mentioned that uh, as a third quarter of 2022, there was 722 banks that were 50% underwater, so to speak, with their assets, Joe. So you're right about if you, you raise the rates, that, that number probably gets bigger than 722 very, very quickly. But as of third quarter last year, that's a couple of quarters ago, right? Uh, there, there were 722 banks that were more than 50% underwater with their, their assets on their, on their sheets. So it's, uh, it's going to be a, a bumpy ride, so to speak. And, and just look, look, that was four quarter point rate hikes ago. So yep. it went from 700 to over 2,000. Now, Jamie Diamond said, hey, we need about eight more quarter-point rate hikes. Yeah, that, that, that dog doesn't hunt. Uh, not even close. That's why you got to put your gold and silver away. 800-951-0592. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. Uh, when uh, we get ready to come back from the break, I don't know what's going on in the oil markets, but this oil inventory was a complete disaster. Uh, we'll talk about where we are in gasoline supplies, where we are in diesel supplies. Uh, once again, the Biden administration continues to pump oil out of the strategic oil reserve. Uh, I, I mean, last week they told, they went on TV, told them, well, we're going to buy three million barrels of oil for the reserve. Yeah, nah, that didn't happen. And then delinquencies on subprime, here's that word again, it's just a subprime problem, subprime auto loans. Talking about numbers, the worst, well, I got to be careful here. Right next to the worst numbers of all time since they've been keeping records on subprime auto loans. And, and again, remember Jamie Dimon, oh, it's not going to be too bad. You know, some of these banks are going to go under with commercial real estate, but even if the unemployment rate goes up, you know, credit... Credit card default will only be, you know, 6 7%. I'm going to tell you right now, banks can't take that type of hit, but he's kidding himself if he only thinks uh, 6 or 7%. Uh, that Again, this is not a situation to be messed with here. The Dow suffering losses again today. We'll, we'll get you all updated on all of this and more when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Wednesday. A quick look into the markets here. The Dow is down two hundred and fifty points, uh, thirty two thousand in change, but still in that range, right? You know, uh, thirty two to thirty four thousand is kind of where it seems to be sitting. 
the S&P is down 36 at 4,100. And then the NASDAQ is down 125. Uh, gold's down two bucks. Actually, you know, gold yesterday was down yesterday, came all the way back. Uh, and, and finished higher for the day. Uh, right now, gold's at 1972, down $2.50. Silver's off a quarter at $23.25. Uh, platinum is down today. I'm gonna tell you right now, all out buy on platinum, uh, and, and, uh, buy this pullback and buy it hard. I got one ounce platinum maple leaves. One ounce platinum maple leaves at $1,200. And twenty-five dollars. So if you're looking at adding some platinum here, platinum all the way down to what a thousand and thirty. Buy that up. Uh, if you're looking for something else to do, listen. You just heard what we talked about, right? We just, you know, the comments, these bizarre comments out of Jamie Dimon that seemingly make no sense. Uh, what? Uh, what is going to happen with interest rates, right? The, the, are we really going to six or seven percent Fed's funds rates? Uh, is the S&P really going below 2,000, the Dow below 20,000, or are we going to just live, uh, with sky high inflation? Uh, that's to be debated. But when you're looking at, at getting your money out of the banking system, you got to consider why refi. Uh, you absolutely do up to 10.25% return. It's not correlated to the stock market. Uh, doesn't care about comments from Jamie Dimon or Jay Powell or any other Fed person. Doesn't care about debt ceilings. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y dot com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. And just remember, you got to have at least fifty thousand dollars and you can use an existing ira uh but jason really really interesting the oil inventory reports uh i'll I'll break them down so you get two of them you get one from the api that is uh, a private survey and then you get one from the government the department of energy uh, the API comes out late, that comes out late Tuesday afternoon. So this came out like, I don't know, 2 o'clock, something like that, 2, 2.30 yesterday. Crude stocks down 6.8 million barrels. They were expecting a build of about 800,000 barrels. Gasoline stocks down 6.4 million barrels. Distillate stocks down 1.7 million barrels. Cushing, Oklahoma stock was up 1.7. Well, guess what? That was almost the exact amount the government pulled out of the strategic oil reserve. So uh, keep that in mind. The government came out this morning. Crude stocks I don't even know if this is possible. Down 12.5 million barrels. Gasoline stocks down 2 million barrels. Distillate stocks down 560,000. Cushing, Oklahoma, up 1.7 million barrels. Kind of funny how those were the two numbers uh, that were agreed upon between the two reports. But here's what we need to know. Obviously, that's not a good situation. But when we look at gasoline inventory levels, 
for this time of the year. This is the lowest level in gasoline stocks going back to 2014. Distillates, now distillates, that's your diesel, that's your jet fuel. The lowest amount of distillate stock for this time of the year going all the way back to 2005. And Jason Oil has been rallying the, the last few days here uh, back to about $75 a barrel. But these numbers, they're not encouraging. Uh, the biggest part, the biggest problem is they continue to pull out of the strategic oil reserve. And Jason, based on these numbers, uh, we're not even in the ball game here. Now, it, it, we get these every week. Let's hope this isn't a trend. Well, I do remember last year when uh, some some big wigs uh, took took out some bets, right, Joe? That the uh, oil would hit one hundred and twenty dollars a barrel. So, and I don't know how long those bets go, but I uh, I don't think they were putting big money on oil going to one hundred and twenty if it's not going there. I I don't know when it will go there, but it seems to me very likely as uh, things shift that uh, we could see one hundred and twenty dollar barrel oil very easily, especially if the inflation gets out of control. In the next year, let's say, or two years, we we could see that just because the inflation, Joe, not just because of all the uh, the uh, the games they play when it comes to production and uh, we're going to make this much or we're going to ship it here, or we're not going to ship to you. All, all that stuff just creates a lot of pressure. And, and really, I mean, it doesn't sound like it's expensive because it's been high for so long. But seventy five dollar barrel oil is that's that's high. <laughs> it's a high price for oil. It really shouldn't be there. So uh, well, we're, we're heading for some some stormy waters, I think, with oil prices. You know, you brought up a good point because here's the here's the problem with seventy seventy five dollar oil drilling rigs. That's you know, hey, are we going to have more oil or less oil six months from now? The drilling rig counts continue to drop, uh, which is not a good sign. We you know we know uh, that we could produce a lot more oil if we just incentivized it, but we're doing the exact opposite. And now, hey, if oil's not eighty-five or ninety dollars a barrel, these companies are like, well, well, then we're just not going to put the drilling rigs out there. And again, it's inflation because everything else costs so much more money. It just stands to reason, hey, at seventy or sixty-five, you know, whatever, we're not going to drill because it's not worth it because everything else is so expensive. Uh, it does. It's not a good sign. Obviously, for inflation coming down, right? That that's really the big thing inside of these numbers. Inventory levels are low, demand it's it's still there, and now the biggest form of supply, right? They're they're it's going down, right? Hey, we're gonna pump less oil. Uh, obviously, if oil spikes, you you know what they'll do? They'll throw a bunch of drill rigs in the ground if oil spikes. But again. Uh, it's not a great picture uh, when we talk about inflation. Uh, uh, mortgages, we got information there. Down again. Uh, applications to buy homes down another 4%. This is a weekly number. That's a big drop when you talk in a week. 4% in a week. You know, you do that for 10 weeks, you're down 40%. Uh, they say 30-year fixed mortgages has risen back above 7%. Uh, and, and it's affordability and lack of, probably lack of homes out there. Uh, the rent numbers, 
This is another one that went the wrong direction today. According to Zillow and, and others, rents are back on the rise, Jason. I, I mean, it's hard to, to figure. I was hoping that would be the one saving grace for inflation if these rents started falling because shelter is such a big part of it. Uh, but apparently rents are back on the rise again. There's no reason for rents to go down, Joe. I mean, unless there's an overabundance of homes and apartment buildings uh, for, for everyone to, to choose from. Uh, it's never been uh, a problem that, uh, that that the demand is too high. Uh, uh, it's just that there's not enough supply to keep up with the demand. And, and so uh, we should have a housing price crash right now. We should have the housing prices going down. We should have rents going down because there's uh, homes and apartments available. But they just aren't, you know. And every every market's different, you know. I'm not an, uh, a real estate expert, so to speak, but I keep a, an eye on it. And why would rents go down? There's no reason for it. And I know in the area I'm in, there's there's rents are not going to go down. They're going to go up. And, and and housing prices are staying stable. So why would rents go down, Joe? Right? There's just it's just not logical at this point in time. And with inflation, once again, just like the oil rig thing you're talking about, with the inflation. The guy who is renting out the house or building the house or selling the house, they need more money to do what they're doing. That's going to make you, the renter, have to pay more. You, you, it's not like the guy that's renting to you is, is, is giving you a break and he's, he's having you rent from him at a loss. You have to cover his expenses. So once again, inflation, if it doesn't go away, rents will continue to go up. Yeah, and, and uh, oh, man, I, I just don't know this, this, this picture. Is supposed to, we're supposed to be getting more clarity, and we're just not. We're just not. If if anything, we're we're getting more of the this box that we kept talking about, which is higher inflation with a slowing economy. Uh, today we got uh, Abercrombie and Fitch and Coles today. Uh, Coles, like everybody else, uh, sales down. Now, now Coles did a better job of maybe controlling inventory. They they turned a small profit for the quarter, uh, but again, same store sales down three to five percent. Now Abercrombie, they bucked the trend. They think sales. Now we'll see, but they think sales may go up one percent at Abercrombie and Fitch, but. Uh, when you look at the retailers, we've heard from almost all of them now, right? We, we've heard from Walmart. We've heard from Home Depot. We've heard from Lowe's. We've heard from BJ, uh, the, uh, which is, you know, the little brother to Costco and Kohl's. And really, when we look at these numbers, 90% of the retailers are saying, hey, we're going to have 3 to 5, and some of them 5 to 10% less sales this year than we did last year. And yet, inflation is still coming, Jason. Yeah, and I don't know if sales going up one percent is a celebration. I, that, that used to be. Oh, that's not a very good. That's not very good that's growth. Not, <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's hey. Like, it beats a negative number, right? That, that's you know uh, again. Well, that, that's a, that's a glowing. It's a glowing review. Missed. That's a glowing review. Yes, it, it, it beats yes. going to backwards. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but okay, you know, they're, they're willing to say it. But, but here's the other thing. Here's what I, I'm seeing. The, and these are the next two. Let's start with subprime auto loans. Okay, so this is, uh, Fitch is the one 
that looks into this. And these are delinquencies that are 60 days or more. Okay, so this isn't, hey, I was late. Right, I'm a little late. I'm I'm 30 days late, but no, this is 60 now. So this means you've gone at least two months without paying your bill. The worst delinquency rate in the 21st century was set August 2019 at 5.93%. Remember, that was right about, was that temper tantrum? I can't remember. They all run together. By the way, the worst ever. Now, this is interesting, because I would have thought in the 21st century it would have been the financial crisis. It wasn't. The worst ever, 5.96% in October of 1996. Now, this year, we tied for the second worst number ever at 5.93% of all subprime auto loans were 60 days more past due. Now, the government, like everything, they seasonally adjust everything. By the way, we did that in January. We just got the April number. April, according to the government, that's the lowest month for auto loan delinquencies. I don't know why. Maybe people got tax refunds. But long story short, the second worst April delinquency number ever when it comes to subprime autos. Again, all this conflicting data. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday. Uh, I'm all out. Add platinum to your portfolio and do it today Uh, we've had platinum fall about 50 bucks in the last couple of days Uh, this is an all-out buy listen we're going to have a million ounce plus deficit if things go perfectly and i don't think they're gonna uh, because south africa has huge power problems in the course then russia we know the story there uh, that's like 90 percent of all the platinum mined in the world uh we got one ounce platinum maple leaf coins today 1225 dollars we also yesterday we were running ten dollar uh gold pieces ten dollar gold pieces uh and and we're gonna have uh, those again today, 1 through 19 at 11.30, 20 or more at 11.25. And right now, gold's up. I mean, it's down 3 bucks today, but it's up like 8 bucks from where we were yesterday. Uh, so it's it's an even better buy today. I still have two rolls of 10th ounce. So I got about 101-tenth ounce uh, American gold eagles uh and those are at 275 dollars so lots of great choices today continue to stack them up here at 800-951-0592 as the data points just confuse and confuse and confuse rents spiking up again at the same time oil which you know winter is when oil's at its lowest then it starts to rise in the spring, and then when we get to summer, 
right? And that—that's when oil starts peaking again. A huge. I don't know how you have 12 million less barrels. I mean, it just tells you how screwed up the government is, in my opinion, anyway. But uh, nonetheless, it uh, looks like energy prices are becoming a problem. Uh, 20 million households. Okay, so 20 million households, probably about 25% of the U.S. population. So 20 million households, we're talking, I don't know, probably 75 million people, right, in, in, in those 20 million households, give or take, are now behind on their power bills. And, and the numbers are expected to climb. Uh, by the way, that's an increase of about 3 million households from last year. Uh, they say households owe a total of $19.5 billion in unpaid power bills. That's $4 billion higher than last year. That's huge. I'm like, what? that's almost 30% higher than last year. Uh, and they're saying, hey, they've got to buy food. they got to pay the rent. Uh, the one bill that they're delaying, Jason, seems to be the power bill, but unfortunately... It's getting worse uh, instead of better. COVID funds have run out. So the government was giving out $8 billion of subsidies last year. That's only going to be $6 billion of subsidies this year. Power bills, on average, are now up $100 a month over the last two years. I'd hate to see if they went back like five years. Uh, but they're now saying that the average power bill in the United States will be well over $500 a month. Uh, and, of course, on top of loss of federal funding. And, again, Jason, this is probably, you know, you think about subprime auto market, right? That These are probably the same people, right? This is probably the same households. Hey, I'm behind on my car payment. And I'm struggling, I'm behind on my power bill, uh, and all of a sudden you start doing the math and you're like, wait a minute, we're talking close to a third of the country. Power uh, power bills being all your, uh, your, your utilities, I guess, uh, natural gas, electricity, so on. That's yeah. That would be my guess, right? I mean, here in Arizona, your your power bill is five probably five hundred bucks in the summertime. But my guess would be right. That's going to be power, whether it be your electric, your natural gas, heating oil, depending on uh, whatever it is, propane, uh, whatever you're using to heat and cool the home. That sounds about right to me. <laughs> you know, as an average, of course, there's people that have smaller places and pay less. But then there's people with bigger places that pay much more than 500. So that, that that jives with me, Joe, and I can see where that's going to be a much bigger number coming into this winter, which is you know set many many months off. But I don't see why. With once again, keep saying it, with inflation, no matter that it's lower, it's just lower. Lower means it's just going to cost more, a little less than last year. So that means 500 dollars, Joe, should move on up to 600 dollars, and, and and so on. Yeah, and this is something where, you know, when you look at the average power bill over the last, just the last two years, and we know inflation was started really the whole, that whole first year, remember they were telling you transitory, that was like three years ago. 
But on the power bill side, they're saying, hey, inflation was about 25% over the last two years. Okay, well, cut that in half. Well, that's, what, 12, 12.5% inflation. I mean, the highest the Fed would admit to was one month they admitted to nine. Right right now they're saying inflation's what, five? You know, I mean, yep. the, the numbers are so unrealistic. That That's the thing that just really, I think what we're really seeing here is the government can tell us the numbers whatever they want. You can say inflation's five. That's fine. That you have the right to do that, I guess. But that doesn't mean that's what it actually is. And when we're talking about these are necessities, right? I've got to have, I got to live somewhere, right? That's we're talking about rents and mortgages. And uh, look at what we talked. We started this show with uh, mortgage application. By the way, I was I said four percent. I apologize. It was seven percent down month over month. I mean, or week over week, week over week. This is a huge problem. People can't afford to live in these places. And now rents are going back up again. That's the biggest part of your income. Then you're talking about your car. Right? Auto loans. I mean, up until what, three years ago, you get an auto loan for zero percent. Right? Now what I the average auto loan's what, like seven and change? I mean, if you got great credit and you buy the one model they can't Stop. sell, then maybe you got three percent. And Joe, you were talking earlier about uh, rents going up. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that again. I, it goes back into my brain. Everybody, at least in here in Colorado, they're getting the property bill for next year. You know, it's the 2023 t- tax evaluation. It's 30% higher. How is the guy that's renting to you getting 30% higher value on his properties going to be paying less in tax? It's going to be a lot more in taxes. That goes a lot more in rent then, Joe. That, that goes hand in hand, doesn't it? I know, it's not the greatest picture. It's, it's not, and, and it's confusing. But again, the more the data comes in, the sooner it will get resolved. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday. Uh, again, palladium, or palladium, platinum, by the way, palladium. Uh, 1300 and change. I've been telling all of you to, to get rid of, of palladium and change it in for platinum. Uh, platinum, uh, pulling back. Great day to buy here. One ounce platinum, uh, maple leaves. One ounce platinum maple leaves. liberties that we ran yesterday in gold. I mean, gold's down three bucks, 1972, uh, but that's like $10 higher than what we had them on yesterday. Uh, one through 19, 1130, 20 or more at $1,125 on the $10 Liberty gold coins, the half ounce gold coins. And then last but not least, I got a couple of rolls of the 10th ounce American gold eagles, uh, at $275 a coin. That is $50 less than like six weeks ago. That would be like a $500 drop in gold. Uh, just, uh, hopefully I'm, uh, I'm hoping it's just cause the mint minted a bunch down but either way uh, I've got a couple of rolls of those remaining as well at 800 
951-0592. And, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting here and we're looking at, uh, inflation and, you know, things not going the way we want them to go. Rents popped up. That's not a good thing. Uh, we talked about power bills. Hey, power bills are on the rise. We've seen the 10-year note go from, what, in the three, 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 fours up to three sevens. Uh, that has pushed mortgage rates higher. That pushes auto loan, uh, rates higher as well. But this, this next one, this one really hurts coffee. I mean, I don't know about you guys. Uh, I gotta have that cup. Now, I don't drink, you know, I'm not one of those guys, I don't drink a whole pot of coffee, but I gotta have that first one. I need to, that, that first cup of coffee in the, uh, of the day, uh, just starts my day off and without it, I get a headache. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just lagging without it. Coffee prices. This is wholesale coffee prices. Uh, spiked to a 12 year high and they're saying that the weather patterns are not conducive and that it's going to be a very tough year for coffee production. And they're saying that coffee prices may be, well, unfortunately could, could approach all-time record highs. I think we're going to see this too. Uh, and another thing we haven't talked about, have you seen the Panama Canal? Apparently, the Panama Canal... It's kind of doing like the Colorado River was doing, and it's so low that Jason, that a bunch of ships actually can't get through it. I saw them having those troubles last year, and uh, I haven't haven't been paying attention to it. But I'm guessing if it stayed dry, it's probably even worse this year. So I, yeah, I did see that. It's been a while since I've seen that, so I I haven't seen the update, which is much be what you're talking about. And much, I'm guessing it's worse. Yeah. They, they had a couple of ships that were getting stuck, I think, at one point. So, yeah, that's uh, you got to have water to, to to use those channels. Yeah, and and again, that's a, you know that's the supply chain things that the, the, that can lead to uh, some more unexpected inflation, unwanted inflation. It's just, man, I'm I'm I hate to say it, I, there's only one way for it to go away. It's only one. And that's, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 million people losing their jobs. I mean, uh, this is, this is not a great situation. And, and I, uh, I will say this, Jamie Dimon's comments really caught me off guard because he knows better than anybody. You can't have 7% Fed's funds rate. You can't do that. Can we? I mean, you know, yeah, I think you can. They just have to 40, decide to do it, Joe. Right? Forty years ago, that wouldn't have been a big deal, right? But man, uh, I, I don't remember the last time we had a Fed's funds rate of six percent. I got to look it. Up. I'll look it up. I don't think. I, think I don't it's think two thousand five, two thousand five, maybe. Now, if I, the maybe. high there was five and a quarter. We got to five okay. and a quarter. And Ben Bernanke was telling us it's just a subprime problem and there's a little froth in the market. And, and this was in August and he was, it was like August 07. And it was at five and a quarter. Cause remember we went down to one after 9-11 and we had come back and got to five and a quarter and he was talking about raising rates again. 
And then all of a sudden, as we know, Lehman Brothers, Bear Stern, you know, the whole start of the whole financial crisis. But I don't think that we've even seen 6% uh, this millennium. Matter of fact, if the Fed does hike again, I could be wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll try to double check it here. But I, I don't think I am. I think I'm right here. If they raise again, that may be the highest the Fed funds rate has been this millennium. I, th- I think you're, you're very likely true. Because all I can remember is it was kind of high there for a while in this range uh, in the early 2000s. But I, I, I have to say this. You're probably right. But, you know, the Great Depression happened. Uh, there's no reason why it couldn't happen again. And uh, if the Fed wants to push the rates, they'll push the rates. I mean, they're, they were tasked with that responsibility. If that's what they want to do, that's what they will. And I don't think the Fed really cares. You know, the, they're, the handlers of the Fed, I don't think they really care. If they want something to happen, Joe, they'll have, it's just like dying. No, everyone, no one believes it. Everyone knows we're going to die. But until that moment where you're dying, it's not a reality, right? So can they raise the rates? really high and smash everything it only benefits those at the top if they can buy up cheap assets when things crash joe so at some point don't you think it could happen maybe right at some point you're right logic will tell you at some point it should happen right we'll be back wrapping up the day 800-951-0592 patriot news hour joe and jason wrapping up here on this wednesday mike mccarthy uh he is the speaker of the house has come out and said, as far as the debt ceiling goes, that they are sticking to the government must spend less next year. Uh, that has been a non-starter uh, for the Biden administration. Uh, this has got losses now picking up steam here. And again, like I said earlier, it sounds great, man. What a great soundbite for TV, isn't that? Doesn't that sound great? Uh, they're, they're starting with $130 billion, which means to me, Jason, they're willing to take less, right? You're going to say, we want to spend $130 billion less. They probably would, would agree to like $50 billion and, and claim some type of a victory here. Uh, and, and all of this is a drop in the bucket. I mean, just another quarter, just one more quarter point rate hike would actually force the government, even if they spent $130 billion less next year, that would wipe that all away because the the amount of interest on the debt that way would have to, would more than offset the $130 billion. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that, that number is just going to get bigger and bigger. I mean, they, if they're not going to pay it down, then the interest versus that total just gets bigger. So even if they do nothing, even if they froze it, which they're not they're not freezing it, how, if they would just balance the budget actually and just pay with whatever they're – their taxes coming in. If they would just spend just that and just no longer add to the debt, uh, the uh, the uh, amount you pay towards the interest on on the uh, debt would still go up because that number builds. You know, you, you have to take the number down. You know, there there's no there's no uh, uh, payment. You know, on the principal going on here. When's the last time there's any payment on the principal, Joe? Right? And that's well, you know what that is. That's when debt gets paid off. The principal actually goes down when the debt gets. It's it's a backwards money system we're in. When you, if you pay off your house, you're actually destroying the money supply, right? So, so if, if people are paying off their homes, paying off their credit cards, if people are actually doing that, it would actually create even more tightening, and there'd be less money in the system. So they don't want to pay off the principal because you, they they consider growth more debt. It's just 
backwards, and it's just how people get enslaved. It, it, it just helps those at the top. It just, it just sucks, Joe, right? You don't be in debt. Don't be in debt, especially credit card debt. Just, it just does you no good. 800-951-0592. Janet Yellen is also talking, no shocker. She says there is, with absolute certainty, they will run out of money in early June. There is a report saying, well, maybe they could go to July. Janet Yellen said, no, it, it's, it's coming in a matter of days. Then she followed it up with this line. She says that she's worried about, and I quote, substantial financial market distress even after there's a debt ceiling deal. So, again, you always get a little bit of truth in some of these things. Janet yelling. Now, remember, now she's been telling you, oh, well, the, the banking system's sound and the financial system's sound and everything's wonderful. And now she's saying substantial financial market distress. And I'm not talking about the debt ceiling. After we have a deal on the debt ceiling, I'm worried about... And, and, and again, this is, it's simple. She should be worried. We should all be worried because we know, hey, you know what? We, we lived high on the hog and we ran up these debts and now all of a sudden everybody's what? Struggling to pay the bill, Jason. Ain't gonna get better. It's just gonna get harder. And that usually means lower standard of living for everybody that pays the taxes to pay this debt interest off every year, Joe. 800-951-0592. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.